It's Progress Racing's midweek preview time. Uh, Beaver and Daggy with you. Hot in the back of a, an exhibition from the Beaver at, at Flemington. Plenty of nice priced winners there. A few at Randwick, uh, Rose Hill we were, on the uh, hot rail there. And a few unlucky ones that probably should have been the finish or a bit bafflingly ridden on that track. But a uh, good day out, Beaver. Yeah, it was. Uh, started um, like a house on fire. Uh, got off to with Kaboo and uh, the $8 Saracen Knights in uh, in Melbourne and uh, continued to just beckon through the day. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good result. I think uh, Grand Remore, I, I tipped there's a really good chance uh, backing up around the $10 mark. Uh, passive aggressive, I was pretty keen on it and it showed it was a good sprinter. Very impressive. It was impressive, although I was pretty impressed with Star Patrol as well because it, it got its head on the side the whole way, gave the other horse five kilos and yeah. uh, still kept doing its uh, good work pretty much to the line. So I was keen on that run as Actually, well. Actually, um, I know it's one up the straight and one quite well, but it looked a bit lost, you know, a rail mm. or a, um, a red back around the bend. And I think still a good horse as well. I think they're both, I was impressed by uh, passive aggressive as well. So yes, easy to follow both of them. Yeah, finished the day with Zap the Boss, which was uh, was, yep. was a good result. And um, also the big goodbye won uh, nicely in, in Brizzy for us. So that was uh, a good result as well. So across the across the board, we have a fair day. Absolutely. So uh, we'll kick off. Uh, we'll be back to, just, of course, talk Saturday racing uh, tomorrow. But we'll kick off at Canterbury Day where the track is heavy. The rail is true. Look, I imagine you probably don't be too far from the rail again here. Yeah, I'm a bit, bit uh, perplexed why the track is heavy. Um, oh, yeah, I was baffled as well, to be honest. Because we, we only had a sort of sprinkling of rain last night, and prior to that, the, you know, Rosa was good on the weekend. So, um, yeah, interesting interesting rating there. So, uh, not sure what to yeah, make of that. The Peno is still, was, I think, still in the sixes this morning. So, which indicates it's wet, but I don't know if that's uh, uh, something they do with the dew and it dries out quicker than normal. I, I was confused, but I treated it that way for now uh, until I, you know, until we see otherwise. Uh, and the same at Cranbourne when we get down there. But we kick off with the two-year-olds, a uh, handful of scratchings over the 1250, uh, 1,250 metres for the boys, that is. Uh, how are you going to start the day? Yeah, tricky start to the day here. You've got four uh, key chances in the market here. Um, a couple of the top line trainers, a uh, couple with no, one with no start, uh, the Waller trained, and I, that's what the way I've gone. I really liked its trial. I uh, thought it was pretty good. Um, Albrecht is and, uh, uh, Yes, yeah. Albrecht, um, the, the two, uh, the Waller trained. Uh, so I've got it on top. Oh, absolutely. Cool. Uh, yeah, I agree. I liked its trials as well. Uh, after the scratchings, I think it sits uh, closer and uh, it fits into this race well. Archer Titus has the setup here at the track and was okay and probably gets control now from the, the wide gate with uh, with all the scratchings. Uh, I think they're the two. Uh, and there's a couple I'll, I'll be following down the road, uh, a horse like uh, Mutafik where it turns up for the first time. I really like its tra- uh, trials. Not that it really helps us here, but um, we did find I found a couple of two-year-olds that turned up elsewhere the last couple of weeks out of trials that have that have won. So might even uh, make a note of them going forward. The Phillies is race two over the twelve fifty, uh, where for the two-year-olds again, 
where I liked uh, just reviewing my scratchings here. Look, I thought me Maritama on top for me now. I hit the line pretty well um, at Canterbury last time, Nash Sticks, and just needed a bit of luck earlier. Uh, from Musical Affair, who has been a bit luckless both runs here. It's um, caught wide at Kenzo last time and, and had no luck on debut either. So I think can improve now, might even find the lead uh, from what's left in this field. Beaver, what have you done? Yeah, I've got Musical Affair pretty keen here. Um, I think it'll sit much closer than it has in its uh, two previous starts. It won its first trial quite nicely and then ran second in a trial behind Kabu. Uh, which is a good form line for this because it's a talented horse. Um, first up at uh, Goulburn, um, ran fifth in a, in a good race behind a, a decent horse. And then, as you said, no luck last start, only finishing a length behind them at Ramwick. Uh, sets up okay here today, hard to beat. Race three is another 12.50 this time for the three-year-olds in a maiden. Pretty ordinary field, I thought, uh, which is why mm. I ended up finding, don't often go looking for horses that already had nine starts without a win, but um, the two trials of Wolves have been good and had some some decent uh, form before that last, uh, ran well in town on a couple of occasions uh, before going to the Furious and the Reginald Allen, but comes back to a fairly low race. Gate two should be forward, either leaders back or, or it could even take up the running here. Trials good for the Espoman, uh, I think I think runs well here. Yeah, look, I've come up with Roma Avenue uh, resuming here. I think again, uh, its trial was outstanding. One by uh, four lengths beat Beer Palace, which uh, has since come out and won very convincingly. Um, so I think that is a really good form line for a race like this. Um, and it's two, two runs to date uh, late last year were, were pretty good. So I think it um, is clearly on top and I think it might start fave. I think uh, track pattern, if, if they're on pace, it definitely starts favourite. So uh, keep an eye on that one. Race four, another maiden over the 15.50 this time. Speaking of track pattern, the things that might start favourite, uh, hide your heart, should roll forward, has been honest in both pre uh, both runs this map. And to be honest, I don't know who's going to chase it down. I'll have a small bit on Karishi just because I backed it on debut and... It dropped out. I think it pulled up lame and now gets goes to Nash and uh, might have a bit of ability after starting that preparation up in Queensland. But, uh, yeah, not much to add here. I think the leader might have zero chases. Uh, what have you done? Yeah, same as you, mate, here. I think Hide Your Heart gets its chance here. Again, at 10 starts and, and hasn't won. Um, so, therefore, I think it probably gets its right chance here today. Um yeah, I think you're right. Your analysis is good. Race five is a 1,900-metre benchmark, 72. Uh, what are you doing here? Yeah, look, another one of those races um, that it, that's hard to line up. Uh, I, I, was, I was struggling a little bit with the form lines, and I was looking around, but I came back to Tidal Creek uh, with Nash aboard. Uh, I think it's, its form last preparation was pretty good as the, as the distance has got out to this this distance. Uh, first up was okay over over the, the mile. Um, I think this sets up nicely for it. I think that will have derived a lot of benefit from that run and I think uh, probably looks hardest to beat. 
I agree. Uh, I'm tipping a pretty good day for Nash, actually, from, from here on in. Uh, should go right forward uh, in this field. Again, not a lot of chases. Nash will take control. Uh, it's two runs once it got out out in distance. We're very good at the end of last prep. Did beat Tinny Winnie by a space um, a couple of starts back and then came came to the track in distance and won here. Nice enough return and control. All nice ticks here where it will um very hard to beat. Race six, another 72, this time over the 1,200 metres, a race of the day. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing here? Well, I think there's a fair number of horses you can rule out here that are probably lower in the market. Um, yeah, I don't see anything at decent odds winning here. I've settled on Snicks on Fire from the Waterhouse, uh, Box Stable resuming, uh, trialled well enough for this. Uh, and if you go back to its last preparation, like its real only failure was in a in a listed race at the Gold Coast behind King of Sparta, where it was decent odds. But before that, I ran some really nice races. Um, we'll be on pace. If there's if there's any advantage there, then it'll be here to um, and set up for it to take care of that. But um, you know, looking at the the races it's running before, I think it'll be hard to beat. It's got to give the favourite um, five and a half, but uh, I think it'll be too good. I've Flipped them around. Uh, I'm with the favourite, Marunia. Uh, just off the, the dominant win last time, that was good. Uh, I like the way Willie Pike rides these uh, inside rail tracks. He was good on on the weekend. He just uh, well, he knows what he, he seems to be one that switched onto it. So he'll stalk and he'll just pick the right gap at the right time and hopefully snipe off here. But uh, definitely scared of snits on fire. And if the tracks in its favour, um, obviously that helps with with Tim Clark on a leader. Wasn't quite sure on the trials it was written out in both but didn't go backwards just uh, needed a lot of work to get going which might just be the horse uh so you're right with pike there but um daggy um i know the, the race you're referring to there was navy seal which was another one yeah perfect right, right yeah I, I just don't understand some of the other jockeys that are just rolling off the fence and leaving particularly on that track like the the favourite, which I'm just trying to think what it was, um, had the run up the inside there and just rolled off and let yeah. Navy Seal come under it and allowed Navy Seal to ping through and then just hop, hold him on the line. If it if it, if it it holds its line there and doesn't let Navy Seal through, it probably goes on and wins a race. Absolutely. I don't remember what the, what, the, what the horse was. And there was, um, I think, the last... Anyway, I have to go back. There was another a similar ride. Either he won or he got very close. But he's done a bit of it lately on these sort of tracks. And uh, I think he's starting to fit into Sydney. Um, uh, Willingo, Ruffio, Tyler yes. Schiller hopped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So um, I, I'm, I'm getting much more confident. Never that I really had a doubt about him, but I think he's now fitting into that sort of top five Sydney jockey. Uh, I think there's yeah. a clear couple of top ones, but he's riding quite well at the moment, Pike. Yeah. That was, that was a couple of my other tips, um, to actually, Daggy. Rubenoshi won at $7 and mm-hmm. Bella Rouge. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Won. So, won. yeah. Yeah, on fire. Race seven, you wrap up the day. We did race six? We did, that was a snitch race. Race seven, uh, as I said, a nice end of the day here for Nash. Uh, I think he rolls straight to the front, odd narrated. They jiggy jog for about a 1,000 metres. He takes off on the bend and they win. And he wins, uh, as has been reflected, given he's been absolutely smashed in the market. Uh, and nice jockey change going Ellen Hennessy to Nash. Um, so all good signs for that one to finish the day. Uh, how are you taking us home? Yeah, I think Narain uh, looks clearly on top here. 
And I actually think, you know, when you do the form here today, there's, um, uh, it's hard to see a lot of these horses that aren't in the market, um, not getting the truckies here. I think we're going to have, a, you're going to have a pretty good day if you stick to sort of the top two, top three in the market. I think that's where the winners will be coming from. But narrated for me on top for all your, the reasons you've said, uh, probably just walks this in front and um, is too good for these uh, clearly on top and my best bet of the day. Perfect. Uh, yeah, mine too. Uh, best bet of the day narrated. Do you have a value? I, I struggled to find some value in this one. Look, um, one I didn't really mention, but uh, I may have something on is uh, Poses Sanya. Now I'm just coming back through the fields, around $11 just to, for the sake of a double figure tip because the other couple I might respect have all been scratched. Do you have anything at value? Uh, my best value bet is around the $5 mark, which was uh, race to number 14 musical affair. Beautiful. Uh, I don't, it's a nice little card. It just shouldn't be too many tricks on that. So, no, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, good opportunity there. We head down to Cranbourne, uh, which I'm not as convinced is a nice little card because I it's not a track I particularly, well, not a track I bet at to be honest anymore. But uh, rail that goes into the nine meters with. A heavy nine. Last time I was in this setup, he sort of wanted to be sort of two or three off the fence running on. Uh, we kick off the day with a maiden over the 1200 meters. Uh, do you have anything for us in the first? Uh, look, tricky way to start the day. This is an open and open affair. Any of sort of the top six, uh, six or seven could probably win this. Um, and a couple of first starters. So I kind of sat out of this. So I just sort of have a look at how the track was playing heavy and let them go around, probably just follow the market and see if um, anything is spec in the market, but uh, probably watch this one. Uh, another race I suspect I'll be watching is race two, a 2080 metre maiden, where, look, Calm Sir is coming off a short F SP, fourth up, uh, hit the line okay last time. And you're back in each way price. But um, as a rule, I tend to not bet into um, staying maidens because I don't think it's ever gone well for me. But uh, have you have you got any more confidence? Yeah, look, I think that's right. The, the other one I, I may spec is Gamork uh, from the Danny O'Brien stable. Um, it was pretty good last prep, uh, finishing off as the distances got out. Um, and then uh, first up was pretty good, got got way out of its ground and finished off quite nicely there. Um, the, this jump in 400 metres will suit. And um, certainly if the if the track allows them to come down the middle, I think it could run on well. Race three is a, another maiden over the 1,400 metres uh, where, again, I didn't really want to back anything of the race brigade. So I might have a spec on Ospirit on debut. Is it line okay in some jump outs here around the $9 mark, but uh, nothing I'm going to be ploughing right into. What about yourself? Yeah, I probably tend to agree with you there. Pretty tricky race. Uh, if I was having a play in spec, uh, I'd go Watapu. Um, it was pretty disappointing first up, but it was was in the, in the market and... Um, yeah, probably a little bit disappointing. I'd expect it might have some improvement in it. And um, yeah, just going speculation there that uh, from the Busted and Young statement. Race four is a benchmark 64 over the mile. Uh, what have you done here? Yeah, I'm um, sticking with the Busted and Young stable here. Um, 
thought the, the, the favourite here, Audrey Girl, was pretty good last start at Geelong. Um, liked, liked the way it just sat off the pace and, and went past them. Uh, from this draw, I think it'll probably take up a similar position. Uh, had some form in, in town prior to that um, and has run okay at the track, this track before. So suited here, 1600, right draw, uh, right trainer. I've, uh, I've gone with, I don't get it off the nice winner to Chuka, let up in the conditions and, uh, and won well. I think goes pretty much does the same thing. He gets control now with the scratching of Telecaster, who would have been very hard to beat. And this um, sets up nicely for it. Yeah, in main danger, as you've mentioned, Audrey Girl. Race five is a benchmark 70 for the girls. Uh, what have you got on top here? Yeah, I'm going with the resuming Ariba Diva from the Mar Eustace stable. Uh, thought, thought last prep it was pretty good um, in some decent company. Uh, only real failure was probably the, the, the start before it was spelled, um, but had some nice wins uh, when it went up on pace. Uh, I think it can resume here, jump well from the three gate um, and prove hard to beat around the $5.50, $6 mark. I think it's a nice bet. You're on mute, mate. Oh, that's no good for the host, is it? All right, uh, for real life on top. Most, most sense you've made all day. Yeah, no, uh, stick with that tip. For real life on top, going well off, a nice win off some nice jump outs and uh, hard to beat here. Scared of a Reva Diva, who's now out to a price, though, I would probably take. I just noticed it's drifted this morning and uh, at that price, um, I'm a bit more tempted. Race six is a 1,200-metre benchmark, 70, knocked around by scratchings, which has left me with not a lot to talk about here. Um, in fact, left me with nothing to talk about. Have you got anything to talk about? Yeah, I'm sticking with LTC. Um, liked its first up win, uh, fresh. Thought it was pretty good at Geelong. Um, uh, gets out to the 1,200 metres here. It's a pretty small field, this, so... I think they're all around $5 mark um, in the market. Uh, the, this, the market will probably chop and change here, but I've got it on top. John McNeil from the, the Ben Hay stable. Uh, I think it can be proved hardest to beat, but an open field, anything can win this. Race seven is the benchmark 64, the 1,400 metres. I was keen on Sacred Command at odds last time, and uh, it was Probably a little bit unlucky not to, to beat uh, Jonty in that race. And uh, that sets up well for this. I think uh, that's pretty pretty good form. Uh, the market agrees, so it just notes its favourite. I think there's two chances. Uh, Sacred Command from Copperfield, but uh, I think I'll stick there in, in this one. Yourself? Yeah, mate, I'm with you, I'm with you there. Um, probably should have finished closer last start after coming from Sydney to... To Melbourne, we know that form stacks up. John uh, McNeil aboard uh, from the Wallace stable. Um, look, I think it's uh, a very nice bet. Start and, shorter than that. Yeah. Uh, and we finish a day with a 2080 over the 64, where I, I'm, look, I was keen on Shadowhawk at the price. It was nearly double figures when I did the form. It's now 
four dollars forty. Uh, I think I will still be keen. I think it'll run well. It's going well this prep. Get through the conditions. Uh, Froggy gets on well with it. And look, I don't have a lot else to talk about the race. I think Osaka is a bit of a plotter, and it can um, coming to a time track can run very well. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Shadow Hawk on top for me. Uh, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Couple, couple around the double figure odds that uh, I'd also probably um, look to save on, and that's Aragon and McDuffie. Um, I think they're both genuine chances. Aragon was very good at sale, um, won quite comfortably, um, and, and ran well prior to that. And McTarfee third up here. Um, you get a good form guy line on this because it ran fourth. Uh, less than two lengths by an Audrey Girl, which we'll see earlier in the day. So if Audrey Girl runs well, then um, I'd certainly be uh, saving on McTarfee. No, that's uh, that's good commentary because yeah, Aragon, well, again, when I did the form was double figures and I think would have also been the other one to mention. So, so a bit of confidence there to finish the day. Have you got our best in value at Cranbourne? Yeah, my best bet comes up in race seven, number five, Sacred Command. And my value bet is in race five, number one, a Reader Diva. That's six dollars at the moment. I think jump on that, it'll start well shorter than that. Beautiful. I'm gonna make my best out for real life and my value shadow uh, shadow hawk, but uh, yeah, obviously the, the value might have been missed there given the time we've done the show. Uh, what do you got for us up at uh, Queensland? Yeah, I've got a few up at Queensland today. Um, let's see how I go. Been flying there particularly midweek. Uh, race one, number five, a vaccine. I think it will get us off to a strong start to the day. Um, you can probably all add up into race four, number one, Salik. I think it'll be winning uh, around the even money mark. Uh, my value bet up at Doombin is race five, number two, colleagues, uh, about the $455 mark. And then I think you can... Um, Finish off the day nice, quite nicely in the last race, uh, race eight, number eight, Secret Tales. I think you can bounce back to winning form. Lovely. Uh, the more we've now we've done this show, I'm a bit keener on the betting this afternoon. I think it's a good betting day. So yeah, uh, make sure to get your bets on this time, Beaver. That'll also help you yeah. skyrocket. Uh, mate, or not, the, maybe. The day job sometimes gets in front of uh, uh, this job, mate. I understand, I understand. Uh, good luck today and good luck punters. We'll be back on uh, Thursday night to talk about, or Friday morning, to talk all things uh, Tats Tiara, last group one of the season, as well as some good racing in Sydney. Uh, good luck and we'll talk soon.